Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Bottom line, I've said we have been climbing the ladder. As we have climbed the ladder, good things have happened. More and more people have gotten vaccinated. The city got safer. We were able to bring back people's livelihoods and jobs and the life of the city. We need to keep that going. So today we're going to be announcing uh, some additional measures to keep New Yorkers safe. And I'm going to remind everyone, job number one of any mayor, keep people safe. This is the biggest crisis, not only of our time, of the history of New York City. We cannot let COVID back in the door again. So these measures today will make a big difference. First of all, with the key to NYC, extremely effective program has been uh, respected and uh, emulated around the country. It needs to be more, honestly. It's something that should be used in more and more places. Right now, we require all employees and patrons, uh, everyone 12 and up, uh, to be vaccinated at least one dose. That's indoor dining, uh, fitness, entertainment. That's worked brilliantly. It's been a tremendous success. There were a lot of concern about it at the beginning. In fact, it has been an across-the-board success with very few problems. You know, there's been... I don't know about that, Bill de Blasio, you commie. I don't think it's something we'd say is very few problems. But, I mean, if you're just going to continue, continue to lie to people as you head out the door, okay. No communist can be trusted, and Bill de Blasio is a communist. So why would I trust anything he says required, re, re, regarding these requirements in New York? I have a friend in New York right now. He said, actually, it's, it, it's not as shut down as you would think. Everyone's, you know, dealing with it pretty well. That's in terms of how they're interacting with each other. What do they think of Bill de Blasio? Well, you you vote for a commie, you're going to get some commie stuff. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. You want to argue with me about whether Bill de Blasio is a communist? All right. You want to argue with me about whether or not there should be more shutdowns, more lockdowns, more stringent uh, types of protocols? Sure. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. But I will only ask one question. What is your science to back it up? And what will your lockdown, shutdown requirements have done for society 833 got 833-468-8669 that is the number this on the heels of de blasio imposing a vaccine mandate for all private sector employers a few challenges but not many so we now are going to deepen that effort by requiring all employees and patrons uh, to have from 12 years old and up uh, two doses. And that will take effect on December 27th. Because the idea is everyone by that point who has gotten their first dose, if you've gotten your first dose uh, by now, you're going to be able to get your second dose by then. we got to up the ante here. We want to also encourage folks to get that second dose. Vast majority of New Yorkers do, and that's good news. But we've got to encourage people even more. Get that second dose, because that's what gives you so much more protection. So two doses for all the key to NYC businesses starting December 27th, employees and customers. This is New York right now. It's also going to require proof of vaccination for children ages 5 to 11. Don't get your kid vaccinated, can't go to a restaurant, cannot go to a museum. Sorry, you don't get to enjoy your life. 
Which is so interesting because with all this talk about Omicron, um, it hasn't done anything. They've got hundreds if not thousands of cases out there around the world total. No one has died from it. We were told just last week this was going to be the thing. We got to rethink schools and we got to make sure we're testing all the kids. And now it's nowhere. It was like, wait a second, what happened to all that conversation? Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. It's like Ron Klain talking about uh, the economic issues in America. There's no need for any of this insanity. But when you elect people who believe they know best for you, what are you going to get? When you have no faith in the, in the citizen, no faith in their ability to do the right thing, no listening to science but a total engagement in fear, this is what you get. It covers 184,000 businesses. Everyone 12 and older will be required to show proof of two vaccine doses. Now, wait a second. Does the, because I I haven't looked at the kids stuff. Uh, Producer, sorry, maybe you know the answer to the question. Do kids get two doses or just one? No, everyone gets two, I think. Well, if it's Johnson & Johnson, it's just one. Oh, yes, I meant for the two shot vaccines for adults are also two so Pfizer, even for kids, Moderna, even for kids, is two. Okay. Uh, you live in New York at your own peril. Ain't none of my concern. Now, you asked me, Tony, when will they start demanding um, vaccine? I mean, uh, boosters? Well, I got to assume uh, that that's next. If he could have done it, he would have already done it. If he could have done it, he would have already done it. There's a reason that we don't understand that he didn't say, hey, you got you to have a booster. I expect, I expect people to get so crazy, they're going to demand boosters for work. Boosters for everything. And of course, these people are just brutally evil. Omicron went from a conversation everywhere to a conversation nowhere. I have exclusive audio of the Omicron conversation in America right now. No one. Why? Because it is not deadly. As a matter of fact, there's a great question about whether or not this will become the prevalent strain. And that means that we are actually all going to be better off because it's not going to be impactful and hurtful. Now, one of the pieces of data we don't have yet regarding this variant that they discovered in South Africa, but we don't say it comes from South Africa because it could have come from somewhere else, and South Africa were just the first people who were good enough to report it. Right? They reported on it, and they shared the data, and they shared that the people didn't have the symptoms. The severe symptoms are very, very light, mild symptoms. We're like, hopefully that plays out. So far, that's playing out. So maybe this becomes the dominant variant, and then we have very few people getting really ill from it, and we accept the fact that it's with us for the rest of our days. Don't believe me? Believe Dr. Fauci. If you look at the vaccination, we were vaccinated against the original, what we call ancestral or Wuhan strain. Wait, wait. I, I was, I was just saying that it wasn't as deadly. Did 
Did you just call COVID the Wuhan strain? If you look at the vaccination, we were vaccinated against the original, what we call ancestral or Wuhan strain. You racist bastard. You can't call that the Wuhan strain. What are you nuts? You can't. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? How did he not get excoriated for that? Just ripped apart. Trump proven right once again. Oh, that's. He should be. He should be sharing that on a loop. That's gotta make you feel good right there. From Television City in Hollywood. Told you it was the Wuhan strain. Told you it was the Wuhan virus. Oh, Trump's a xenophobe. Oh, Trump's a racist. I had it right from the beginning. It came from Wuhan. We call it the Wuhan virus or the China virus. And we're not going to apologize for it. Now even Fauci agrees with me. The only thing we're not able to do with a vaccine is make Michael be less militant. Good Lord. Vaccine proof for kids ages 5 to 11. Why? Kids survive COVID. They don't need vaccination. I'm going to say it again. Come at me, doctors. No, no, no. I dare you. Kids don't need it. You're the parent. You can do what you will. It's your kid. But when you take a look at the data, when you take a look at the numbers, the idea that your kid needs a COVID shot, you haven't proven that at all. It doesn't matter how much Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, lies to children. Um, You're going to be able to get your vaccine as soon as you turn five. Uh, And I know you're excited and I know you're eager. Uh, In some places across the country, you can even start making your appointment now uh, for shortly after your birthday. I mean, is is this what you're telling kids? Hey, we're going to get you vaccinated so you don't die because without this vaccine, you're going to die. You really say that to a kid? You you think they're excited about getting vaccinated? The only way they're excited about getting vaccinated is if they were told after you get this shot, you get a cookie. Or you have to be one of those people who says to their kid, you're going to get this vaccine and this is going to allow you to live because without it, you will die a most horrible death. People doing that to their kids? Good Lord. And so we're clear, I I think people are indeed doing that to their kids. I really and truly do. But kids survive COVID. So the idea that your child has to be vaccinated, I'm sorry, do you think I'm having the anti-science conversation? I'm having the only science conversation. Thinking that your kid has to be vaccinated or else, that's the anti-science conversation. And I'm fine with vaccines. Not fine with fear. I'm not fine with government intimidation. And I'd like to see a hundred thousand people walk right through the governor's mansion and give him a piece of his of their minds. Give Bill de Blasio a piece of your mind. What are you putting up with? And then I realized, Tony, what are you getting all worked up about? If this is the way New Yorkers wanna be. 
then, dear Lord, let this be the way that New Yorkers are going to be. I don't have to decide for them. I don't have to figure it out for them. The, you know, you, they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. This is what they want? Then this is what they get. I don't plan on getting myself worked up because a bunch of New Yorkers who voted for a communist twice get treated like subjects instead of citizens. New Yorkers have have to figure it out by now that when you vote for hot trash, what you're going to get is hot trash. Certainly the trash isn't going to get picked up. Never mind the murders in the streets and the generalized looting. I hope you like the smell of urine again because it's back in fashion, baby. This is the New York you want. This is the New York you get. When they went to Ed Koch, the former uh, late mayor, and they said to him, you got to run for office again. We got to have you back in office. You know what he said? You made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. This is what you voted for. This is what you get. This is what they voted for. The question before us is whether or not is this what we voted for? I'm in a New York state of mind. Did we vote for forced vaccination of children? Did we vote for fear? And you can't go into a museum unless you've had two doses of this and a booster of that and taken your vitamin C drink and whatever gray mush they wanted you to eat? I didn't. I'm pretty sure you didn't, but I know I didn't. So I keep getting asked, when are you going back to New York? And the answer is, I'm not. Well, I don't think I've made my last trip. Certainly, I feel content in knowing that I've made all the trips I may very well make. They don't want to, they don't want to live this life right here. They don't want to think of the New York of yesterday, the place where if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, a place where dreams are made, where the tough indeed survive, but you can... You can do it. If you, a city that was quite literally like no place else on planet Earth? No. They want to see the decay. They want to live in a dystopian nightmare. I say let them. It's John Galt, baby. The power has to go out. Only then will they learn. So congratulations, Bill de Blasio. You're heading out the door as your term expires, and you're making the place worse. But this is what they voted for. It's what they get. I'm Tony Katz.
So there's an event that took place at Mar-a-Lago. I, I think it was with the guys from Turning Point. I'm not 100% sure. And uh, uh, Trump is there, and he's speaking. It's so funny. There's a video of it, and there's a guy who's standing behind him, kind of. Blue suit, white hair, and it took me a second. Wait, is that Pence? It's not Pence. Trust me, it's not Pence. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. And Trump goes on an all-out just railing of uh, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley. Just ripping apart. It's rare that I have to edit the president, but the man went a little blue. We have $60, $70 million plans. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it than it is to fill it up with a half a tank of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to Afghanistan? You think, yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir. That's when I realized he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh, and that's why people love him. And that's why people love him. Because that's how they feel. You abandon Afghanistan. You abandon Americans. You left them behind to die, which Joe Biden did. Joe Biden left Americans to die. It's been over 90 days. They're still there. Those who are still alive, we may not know every story. To be used as pawns, to be raped. Joe Biden did this. His chief of staff, Ron Klain, did this. Oh, am I not a fan? I'll get more into Ron Klain coming up in a little bit. And Millie and Austin just got to accept this. Did you hear this? It was uh, Lloyd Austin being asked a question by Brett Baer. Listen to this pause. Do you have any regrets about the Afghan withdrawal? Brett, I regret the fact that uh, we lost 13 of our finest at Abbey Gate. I regret that we lost 10 civilians in an errant strike. You wanted to look like you were tough, and you just shot at something not knowing what it is because you didn't have any intelligence on the ground. You don't have any regret about leaving Americans behind to die? Okay. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin right there. And here it goes. Everyone's insane when it comes to social media. And the death of Senator Bob Dole is is where it's at. Now, now it's, it's in other places. Like, for example, I, I got this guy on Twitter that says, you don't need a gun to protect yourself from a man with a hammer. I, I swear to you, that's how it starts. I have no way of making that up. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 
It starts, you don't need a gun to protect yourself from a man with a hammer. In fact, guns are far from the best defense in that situation. Guns are offensive weapons, not defensive. Um... I could not have said it better myself. How does this conversation even start? Well, it's it starts, I guess, with a conversation about things like this. A man was arrested after police said he beat a woman to death with a hammer. This happened, uh, the story's out of Ackworth, Georgia, from WSB2 uh, in Atlanta. The Bartow County Sheriff's Office saying uh, they arrested a man who beat a woman to death with a hammer. Deputies called on a domestic violence incident at a home. When they got there, they found the woman dead. So I have some human being somewhere who says you don't need a gun to protect yourself from a man with a hammer and that guns are offensive weapons, not defensive. Now, Let's start with some ground rules. I am not a gun guy. I'm a Second Amendment guy. There's a difference. And the difference is, is that I support the right to keep and bear arms. But there are many, many people, whether that be Cam Edwards uh, over at Bearing Arms or Stephen Gutowski, um, uh, who is over at The Reload, Guy Relford, Second Amendment lawyer, many people who know far more about guns and the statistics and things like that than I do. So I don't ever make a claim to being a gun guy. I am a Second Amendment guy. And on this, I can take on all comers. But if someone believes that guns are offensive weapons and not defensive weapons, I need to talk to you. I need to understand you. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. If you're going to tell me that a gun is not a defensive weapon, meaning something that could be used for, wait for it, home defense. Hold on, I just needed a moment. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to hear from you. I want you to make that case. I want you to make that case to me in front of all of us. Show me how a gun is not a defensive weapon because I don't know how you live with yourself in that pretend world of nonsense make-believe. How do you do it? How in the world could you even think you're close to rational? Of course a gun is a defensive weapon. I carry a firearm with me all the time and it's not so I can go a-shooting. It's so I can go home alive. Thus, my the entirety of the carrying of the weapon is based on defense. I have never once carried my firearm and said, I am carrying this to make sure I can kick a little ass today. That has never happened, ladies and gentlemen. Never once, never, ever, never, never, never. I carry it. So if someone decides they want to kick my ass, I could say no. Remember, I believe that in any society where you cannot say no, you can't actually be free. 
You have to be able to say no. If you cannot say no, you cannot be free. That is my take. So I believe that I should be able to carry uh, the firearm to be able to say no to the people who want to hurt me, rob me, stab me, kill me, or my wife or my kids. It is only as the defensive measure. Now, it's proactive. I am being a little more proactive in my ability to defend myself. My kids, they study Krav Maga. It's Israeli street fighting. Why? Because you should be able to defend yourself. The fact that they're trained to defend themselves, what, is that an unfair advantage? Not everybody has access to a hammer, you know. So this is the kind of nonsense going on out there in the world. But what happened, the big nonsense is, well, it's not nonsense. The big story is that Bob Dole passed away at the age of 98, the former senator, vice presidential candidate to Gerald Ford in 76, presidential candidate in 1996, passes away at the age of 98, served in World War II, absolutely a hero of World War II. I didn't agree with him on everything. But when someone dies, you say, rest their soul. Mehdi Hassan over there at MSNBC Bob Dole, who endorsed and voted for Trump twice and called himself a Trumper as recently as July, has passed away. Dude, man, Trump, Trump is, is their fetish. You know, these, these are, are, are people who put on the ball gag and whip themselves to a picture of Trump. This is, and by the way, I, I don't judge. I'm just saying it's a fetish. That's all I'm saying. I don't judge the fetish. You be you. If this is what you like, this is what you like. But if we should be clear, it's a fetish. If you have to bring everything to Trump, you, you've got something very, very wrong with you. And you're going to take this man who has died and you're going to say it, that's his life? I had tweeted out, he was also a hero who served his country proudly in World War II. But what does that matter, right? That was it. Because that should be the thing you're focused on. That actually got picked up by Fox News. It's very interesting. I, I, I commented about this on my morning show. That I, you know, I never understand what's going on with Fox. I, I don't know. I do News Nation now. I do uh, Newsmax. I stay in touch with everybody. I assume with an election season coming, I'm gonna be on a, on a lot or or not. I you never know. That's the whole thing. The whole place is crazy. I never know what what they're into. But like this is the second time in two weeks where I'm getting quoted in in a, in a Fox News piece. I'm like, all right, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt none. It's just interesting. Well, people have had all sorts of responses. And one of the responses is, where were you when Trump was going after uh, Colin Powell? I don't know. I believe I was on the air saying that he was wrong. Colin Powell passed away. And Donald Trump's statement was about how Colin Powell led us into uh, the Iraq war. And I said, look, you can argue that Colin Powell was wrong. You can argue that Colin Powell lied, but the man died. Just say so. Or say nothing. What are you doing? 
I mean, there's a difference between Colin Powell and a statement made about Colin Powell and and lying to get into war in this. But I don't have to get into the technicalities. Just don't do it. It's just that simple. And then there's this one. If you didn't defend McCain with the, the same way when Trump went after him, you are a hypocrite. Oh, God. Why are people like this? Why are people like this? What do they get? What do, don't they know they don't make any sense whatsoever? John McCain was alive when Donald Trump said, yeah, well, I like people who don't get captured. It was an incredibly gross thing to say. It was dumb. So we're all clear. And we should also be clear that John McCain was alive when it got said. He was alive. He could respond to it. He could refute it. He could tell Trump to kiss off and die in a fire. I don't know anything. We're talking about a guy who's dead. And as far as I know, Trump didn't say Senator John McCain passed away today. What a loser for getting captured. That's not what happened. That wasn't the statement. Now, that you're only focused about Trump stuff, that's the part that's so weird. If you have a standard, it doesn't matter if you think I'm a hypocrite. To your standard, why is that okay? I think that's the question. That's the question. That is... uh, I, I, I get no answer to that one. Why is it that you, if, if you have a standard of you shouldn't say these things, and how dare you think it was okay when Trump did it, which I, I don't, well, why do you think this is okay? And the answer is these people don't have a standard. They don't have a standard at all. They only have a, hmm, how can we attack at this moment? That's all they've got. Now, uh, also, I I did put out on Twitter this guy about guns are offensive weapons, not defensive. I did say that Twitter should flag that for misinformation. Because it is. It's misinformation. We all know it. Twitter should as well. I'm Tony Katz. So as Fox News is reporting it, the Senate is going to vote on a bill that, well, doesn't allow vaccine mandates with Manchin supporting Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. I don't know what's going to happen today or this week. It's a resolution to nullify Biden's vaccine mandates for private companies. All 50 Republicans, led by Indiana Senator Mike Braun, backing a challenge to the vaccine mandate under the Congressional Review Act. Now, we already know that what was pushed forth by OSHA through the Department of Labor got turned down by the Fifth Circuit and said, we are not so sure you have this authority. So much so that OSHA has pulled back from the mandate that they were asked to come up with by President Biden. 
Manchin saying, I do not support any government vaccine mandate on private businesses. He said this uh, last week. He voted against an amendment on to a government funding bill that would roll back public and private vaccine mandates. So Manchin is okay with part of it. Uh, this is interesting because this is going to play into a part two conversation, which is where are Manchin and Senator Cinema of Arizona on the $1.75 trillion non-infrastructure infrastructure package, the social spending bill? Because it seems that they are not down still with the social spending bill and that while it may have passed the House just barely, they don't have it in the Senate. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> You're gonna need congressional approval, and you don't have the votes. Don't got it. So it's interesting. They are gonna be unhappy with Joe Manchin on that progressive side. Wait for the squad to call him every name. Under the sun. But it's not all insanity out there. Uh, proud, happy, thrilled to announce uh, that uh, the book has dropped. That is Let's Go Bourbon. It is the first in a series. You guys know that in addition to the shows uh, I do daily, I have a weekend show called Eat, Drink, Smoke, a cigar and bourbon review show and grilling lifestyle, food, food news, trends, things uh, like that. Fantastic show. We step away from the politics and we get into just some 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 of the enjoyable Things and I'm certainly a cigar guy, and uh, well, I'm a rye more than a bourbon guy. We started with bourbon, so we've got Let's Go Baking that's going to be coming out in 2022. Let's Go Barbecue is coming out in 2022, but this was the first. Let's Go Bourbon is is where it's at. Uh, it is doing very well for being out for uh, two days. Uh, it is the number one new release in wine and spirits. The number one new release in wine and spirits. Yet somehow we're not listed under whiskey. I don't even know how that's possible. I honestly don't know how we're, I guess we're listed under spirits and not whiskey. We did it more general. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Meanwhile, you can find it at Amazon.com. Uh, let's go uh, bourbon. Uh, the bourbon reader you've always needed is at Amazon.com. You can find it at TonyCats.com. You can find it at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. If you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, uh, Tony Katz Radio on Facebook, you'll find it there. Order it and give it the five-star review and do all the good things. That's all I'm asking for. All I'm saying is you should buy 10, 15, 20 copies and, uh, and, and give them a stocking stuffers. They're perfect. They fit in a stocking. They do this. That's right. That's how much I care about you. It's recipes, a bit of history, uh, great quotes on bourbon from, from the famous and the infamous. Uh, if you want to know the text of the law that makes bourbon bourbon, it's all in there. Very, very cool reader. Something you keep by the bar. Keep it in the bathroom. I mean, who am I to judge? And uh, you've got it just as a reference. And as I said, recipes in there uh, that you should know how to, how to make. Recipes that that will will matter and 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 you, you'll 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 know them by heart once you've read the books. So that's let's go bourbon. And so people have been asking about the title, and is it is it a takeoff on the let's go Brandon? Uh, guys, not not everything's a government conspiracy. It's not. 
Uh, people have commented. Other people haven't even noticed. We have a whole series. We were gonna. We we thought about doing is let's go drink, but there would have been too much to put, and we didn't. We we it's not the way we wanted to break it up. We wanted to do it in these things. We, we have a let's go scotch that we'd like to put together. You know, we let's go rye as well. So that's the way we decided to break it up. It, it, it I get it. I get it. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Bourbon. I. I don't know what to say. Some people will buy it because of that reason. Some people won't. Some people won't even notice. They'll just be like, oh, cool, book on bourbon. That's that's what I'd like for you to do. Fantastic, fantastic stocking stuff. Get it now at Amazon.com. It's Let's Go Bourbon. Buy the book. Let's Go Bourbon at Amazon.com. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki is supposed to... Uh, have a press conference. We will get into that. And then Carrie Pickett, her of the Washington Times. What is AOC saying about smash and grabs? That story coming up.